0: Welcome to I Hate Sand, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Aaron. I'm Reagan. We're just three lifelong friends sitting around a table talking about hot Star Wars
1: topics. We recognize that Star Wars means a lot of different things for a lot of different people, and we may disagree on the specificities, but at the end of the day, we all love Star Wars.
0: Let's dive right in. Jesus Christ. What What happened? Jesus H. Christ. That was amazing. We just finished the last episode of Mandalorian Season 2 like five minutes ago, and oh my God. My brain can't
1: handle it. Just wow.
0: I think it's arguably some of the best Star Wars we've gotten since Disney.
2: Yeah, in a long time.
1: Yeah. I I think I'll do it. I'll say it's the best. It's the best Star Wars we've gotten since Disney on a visual medium. To be fair, I haven't read any comic books or novels since that's come out, so I'm excluding those, but of film and TV. I'll say it. It's the best.
0: All right, before we get into that, let's just uh, go through Season 2, the episodes that we missed, and let's talk about all the highlights of this season. There are a lot. So, Episode 2... Mando travels with the frog lady. Um and then he finds himself in this ice cave. I loved that episode. I'm going to I'm not going to lie. I was kind of uh underwhelmed. Kind of underwhelmed with that episode.
2: Not when we were watching the spider
1: scene. You weren't.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the cool part.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, it was cool for like the creature lore is the wrong word, but I don't I don't know what's no, the right word lore, there. Lore lore is fine. Word. Yeah, it's like yeah. background it? universe right. stuff. It is good for the lore, introducing those new creatures. Both the frog lady herself, even, I mean, she's not the most interesting thing, but she's a new character, <laughs> uh, something we hadn't seen before.
2: Yeah. Are we going to see their kids? Raises that question. <laughs>
1: well, there aren't <laughs> many
0: left. <laughs> um, yeah, the whole, like, Baby Yoda eating the eggs thing was kind of weird. Um, Dude,
2: it was more weird on Twitter than anything else. <laughs> 100%. People were, like, freaking out. I, mean, I, I really like, honestly you didn't You Genocide. Think- yeah, I honestly didn't think
1: much of it. I yeah, was
2: like, when we were watching it, I was like, "That's kind of funny. It's something he can eat." And yeah, as a
1: toddler. Like, <laughs> but they're unfertilized eggs. eggs. <laughs> it's like, yeah. um,
0: fun fact about that episode: the spiders were a concept art design back from Empire Strikes Back days. Really? That was how did you used. find that out? Uh, I found it out online. Mm,
1: must be true then. Yeah, it is true. It's a Good place. That was a cool episode for two reasons: both the creature lore. And also introducing us to the New Republic in a way. It was the first episode yes. that really got us into the world of the New Republic and how it's interacting with worlds like on the Outer Rim.
2: Yeah. And it creates some tension yep. between the less savory aspects uh, or less savory elements in the Outer Rim. Right. Because we like, as, as watchers of the show, we obviously see Mando as the protagonist, mm-hmm. but to the New Republic, he's a criminal. Right. So, of course, they're going to try to arrest him. And you're like, wait, wait, but he's a good guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And, of course, the little cameo of Dave Filoni was fun.
0: Yeah, that was fun. It was something. <laughs> it was. He's <laughs> got <laughs> uh, weird face. It happened. All right, episode three, Mando flies his fucking janky-ass ship <laughs> that he crashed. Yeah. Uh, on, uh, what is that, Mon Calamari?
1: The water planet of Trask. Oh, yeah. Okay,
0: well, look at that. Um, Thank you, IMDb trivia, babe. and we are introduced to Bo Katan and the other Mandalorians. And her crew. Um, the trio,
2: which yeah. I really wanted the female Mandalorian to be Sabine, but it's yeah. not. Yeah. It.
0: We'll find. We might. We'll probably find Sabine in the Ahsoka. But you know, series. yeah,
2: you know, if Sabine was in it, she her armor would be like all painted. Yeah, spray painted. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I would say that episode three redeemed episode two for me because there was a lot more action, a lot more stormtroopers dying, (laughs) uh, ship jacking. Yeah, that was
2: amazing when they pull up at the last second. Mm
0: -hmm. One thing that really stood out to me in this episode is the Star Wars Cyanide. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. the Imperial officer bites into it at the end and it, like, electrocutes him. It's pretty yep. crazy. Yeah. It looked Titus like a,
1: Welliver was great in that episode. Yeah. Looks like a rough way to go. Episode 4, or Chapter 12, Mando goes back to Navarro because his ship was not really fixed at all while he was on Trask and while his ship is getting fixed. Mando joins Grief and Kara on a mission to... Blow up this
0: imperial base that's on the other side of the yeah, planet yeah, yeah, another cool thing about that episode is we get to see star wars like education oh yeah the school mm-hmm. um, and, and some macaroons yes we do star <laughs> wars macaroons that's something i never <laughs> little expected little to
1: Yoda. see <laughs> he's all he's all about unfertilized eggs and
2: uh... <laughs> it's just round shaped things i guess because <laughs> you like eat those frogs that were kind of round shaped yeah and,
1: yeah
0: But I think the biggest thing that stood out in this episode is we kind of get a glimpse of why Snoke returned. We see this, like, Snoke-like figure in this back-to-tank or whatever on the Imperial base.
1: It's just obscure enough to raise doubt so that the filmmakers or the showrunners could say, no, that's not Snoke. Mm -hmm. But... It's, it's totally Snoke. And it's, it's not just Snoke. There's a
2: bunch of like weird experimental like figures in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, do you think that the whole point of getting Baby Yoda's blood is to make a force sensitive
1: clone? I it's got to so. be with the drop of M count. Yeah. In that line from the hologram of the doctor. Yeah. M count, of course, being midi count. Episode five, chapter 13, the Jedi. Yeah. This is the first time. Nope. Second time in this in this series that a character exclusive to an animated series is brought live action.
0: Yep. So cool.
1: The amazing assassin. Yeah, dude. She just like cuts them up.
2: And mm-hmm. I think it's the way that they like they did it, they filmed it. It makes you feel like
1: you're being hunted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. in it's really the white lightsabers. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Yeah. It's based.
0: My favorite part about this episode is the duel between Ahsoka and that, like... The magistrate. Yes, the And the
1: standoff between Mando and the sheriff. (laughs) Yeah. I I love that scene. I thought it was so cool. A lot of old
0: Western callbacks. Yeah. A really important plot element in this episode is we find out Baby Yoda's name. Yeah. Grogu. Huge.
2: Which, at first, I didn't really like it, honestly. I was like, what? Grogu. Yeah, it's kind of
1: weird. But I am glad that they didn't go with a Y name because that would have been a little, a little <laughs> <Yeah>. too obvious. <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that we get his name, but the fact that he was a youngling in the temple. Yeah, that is actually an really interesting escaped, revelation. escaped the, the wrath of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. We have yet to Snuck find out, out exactly how. But... By whom we don't know. I have a theory, which we'll talk the, about after when the we get episode to the last we just episode. watched. Yep, yeah. I do. Um, yeah, you might be right. It'd be interesting.
2: One thing is when he was doing the standoff with that like ex-soldier uh, um, guy who was in charge of her forces. What the fuck did that guy think he was gonna do? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Going against a guy with full Beskar. <laughs> yep.
2: Maybe he didn't really fully understand how that could be. How OP like full Beskar armor is, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. At that point, I would have like actually surrendered
1: if I was him. Yeah.
0: Okay, episode six
1: the tragedy In oh. the tragedy it is
0: this is where the season really turned around for me I mm-hmm. was like oh this is getting juicy yeah, yeah. This,
2: this completely changed my mind about your favorite character uh
0: huh <laughs> so over the years Aaron and I have had this debate that Boba Fett is either the best or the worst character in Star Wars
2: because when we've seen him in the past he doesn't really do much he doesn't say much he doesn't do much he really gets owned in episode 6 yeah yeah
1: but I gotta hand it to you, Taylor. Like he's fucking badass. He saw yes. what we couldn't <laughs> see.
0: Yep, you're right.
1: Uh, we also let me also add. We had a running joke for the five previous weeks before this that any episode that didn't prominently <laughs> feature Boba Fett was in Taylor's eyes a friller. quote <laughs> a filler episode. <laughs> <laughs> in, in no episode Boba three, Fett, absolute filler. Ep- <laughs> episode pointless. three, and then and Taylor Taylor's like. <sighs> I just think it was another filler episode, and we were like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Do you understand what just happened? We had to spell out all of the ways in which it furthered the plot." And like,
0: okay, yeah, I get that. But yeah, we uh, as soon as soon as I hear the Slave One ship, and then we see it in the sky, I was like, "Oh, it's about to go down." And then moment. uh we get to see Boba Fett fight some with his staff, and then we see him peek into the ship, and it's like, oh fuck, he's about to go grab <laughs> his armor,
1: isn't he? We know what's happening. Yeah.
0: And then he does, and then we get to see him fucking slay. <laughs> yes. Watch
1: those knee rockets, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: Watch those wrist rockets. Uh um, the best
2: part is when he fires his his rocket at the transports. Yes. Yeah. And blasts them both. That's <laughs> and fantastic. his
0: famous line. Nice shot, I was aiming for the other one. I was aiming for the other one,
2: <laughs> and so the name of the episode, the tragedy mm-hmm. what do y'all think it refers to? Do you think it is talking about the razor crest being destroyed? because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the real tragedy. I yeah. think it's just the whole event of how everything went down on this planet. yeah, I right. think everything bad that happened it is is the tragedy, yeah, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um I was really. I'm most excited to talk about this episode because, obviously, Boba Fett. Um, We haven't seen him in 40 years. He comes back, and he does all of this badass thing that we've only assumed that he could do. Right. Um, And so, yeah, it just made me extremely happy to see him again. And they did justice to his character.
1: And the return of Fennec was really well done. Mm -hmm. She was a character that I wasn't really invested in. Same. In her episode of season one. But... Her return was just handled so well. And now she's a character I'm really excited to see. She's fucking badass now. Yeah. Yep. So hopefully we'll be able
2: to see her in the Boba Fett series. Seems like it. I'm sure we will. Seems like it.
0: So we're introduced to Dark Troopers in this episode, which uh, are kind of like Star Wars Iron Man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get strong Iron Man. Yeah. Kind of like Iron Man 2 when uh, they make all of those fully automated droid style. But, you know, we these got teased at the end of the Jedi. Yep. Um, Moff Gideon kind of says, send them our way. I'll be ready or whatever. And we see We will shot. be ready. We see that shot panning back of mm-hmm. mysterious dark figures on the sides. And now we actually see what that was in action. And it's pretty cool. Yep. Pretty yeah. terrifying. Pretty I mean, they terrifying. were pretty OP. They just fly down and grab them and fly up. And it's like, what are you going to do? Which yep. is kind of, you know... I read something that was like it doesn't really make sense because Mando puts down his jetpack at the beginning of the episode and then chooses to run up the hill. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, why not grab your jetpack? I didn't understand why he didn't have his jetpack on. Oh, also
0: Also in a previous episode he clearly uses the technology on his wrist to bring the jetpack back to himself. True, yeah. Right. So, Maybe it has
1: a range. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I obviously the adrenaline's high in this moment. Mm-hmm. And he did. It was all instinctual. Yeah. And his instinct was, let's run. Everything yeah. happened really fast. So, yeah. It's easy, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. It's easy <laughs> as the audience to say, why didn't you just do this? But I'm
0: sure Dave Filoni has some very logical answer as to why it didn't happen.
1: Just get him on the show. It'll be <laughs> easy.
0: <laughs> let's call up uh, Nick Stanner. <laughs> hey, Nick, can, you, can uh, you pass on a message for us, please? <laughs> Mr. Filoni. Um, episode seven.
1: Chapter 15, The Believer. The return of a character I did not necessarily need to return, but I will say I was fairly pleasantly surprised. Bill Burr yeah. makes his r- return to a the Star Wars universe. surprise, sure, but a welcome one. A surprise, to be sure, but a welcome one. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was. I, I really liked his character. Again, he was a character, that whole episode, I, I didn't really feel connected to in season right. one, and he was a character I didn't really... Yeah, he was kind of a douche. Yeah, I just really like, like him. I was like, yeah, I'll be fine if he doesn't come back. I like Bill Burr as a comedian. I think he's funny. He's fun to watch interviews with and stuff like that.
0: A piece of trivia right now. Um, at the beginning of the episode, when they're going to get Bill Burr in the junkyard, um, you see like these walkers in the background. Well, it turns out these walkers are stop motion animated, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That is cool. They didn't animate those. Stop things. motion is pretty cool.
1: I'm all about practical effects. Yeah, Star Wars. I think that's one of yeah. like the pillars of and Star brought, Wars. Yeah, it they've really makes back, it feel like Star Wars.
0: They've brought back a lot of like model making into the yeah. show, which I really appreciate. I love it. Yeah. Also, yeah. Moff Gideon's ship at the end of this episode is uh, a model as well. Oh, nice! Cool. Pretty Didn't cool cool. I know that.
1: that. In this episode, we come circle back from the end of the tragedy. Boba takes Mando back to Navarro to see Cara Dune, and he asks for some help. Retrieving a prisoner,
2: and she's not
1: on board at first, until he tells her that they have a
2: kid. Yep, that changes things.
1: So that brings us to the beginning of this episode. He is taken out of prison. He doesn't know why. Follows Carhadoon onto the ship. Boba Fett comes out. He has that great line: "I thought you were somebody else." And then it <laughs> out follows Mando. I love that line. I thought it was. I thought it was. Yeah, that was really Reaction acting mm-hmm. was really great. Then they embark on a quest. My favorite part of this episode is. The introduction to like the regal ethical concerns of everything going on, like yeah, it's a, it, the for scenes. so long it's just assumed that like the rebels are good and the empire is bad, the resistance is good, the first order is bad,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know the clone uh, the um the republic is good, the separatists are bad, but we don't really get so much of like why tense dialogue about the actions that are committed by one right. party against another. Yeah. Bilber's whole Operation...
2: Operation Cinder. Yeah,
1: his whole um, which is mentioning of Operation Cinder, which is really cool because it's the first time a video game has been really yeah. canonized or brought been into... Battlefront campaign, yeah. Yeah, yep. has brought, been brought into a live-action form. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that's a, a big part of the EA Battlefront 2 campaign. Which is actually which pretty is really, fun. It is really fun.
0: I think my favorite part about all of this is we get to see Imperial camaraderie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we get to see, like, the high and mighty, like, haughty Imperial officer. And he, like, really embodies, like... Obviously, the Empire embodies fascism, but he really, like, puts it, like, right in your face. He's like, oh, we've outlasted them, and now we're going to create so much chaos that they're going to realize that they want us
1: back because we'll bring order. Right. Right. But not only does... Does Bill Burr raise that ethical concern to the officer around Operation Cinder? Yeah. He also kind of questions Mando's whole ethical philosophy. Yeah, he does. About his, you know, how true are you to what you believe? Yeah, if wh- you where's you the line? Take off your helmet, yeah. and now you're wearing an Imperial helmet. Right. So, which is it? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really fun. You know, like, the whole actual storyline itself and what it took to get to the place where they could get Moff Gideon's coordinates and stuff. It's cool, but it wasn't, like, the best part of the episode to me. The best part was all of that dialogue that Bill Burr's character really really mm-hmm. presents for the story.
2: Yeah, the pirates were honestly kind of annoying to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty I sure, I think Nick Stanner was one of the pirates. If I'm, I'm sure he was. Yeah. I,
2: dude, I bet he was, like, 15 of those pirates. Yeah, because a lot of them got knocked off the transport.
0: He, on his Instagram, he also posted a picture of an Imperial officer that he played. Oh. On the scene. Oh, okay. Nice. Favorite boba moment of this episode. Seismic charge. That's right, dude.
1: It's great. <sighs> that sound effect, man. The sound effect the sound design. I mean yep. I'll say it anytime we talk about Star Wars, anything. Mm-hmm. The sound design is so good, yeah. especially on the seismic charge. And finally, Episode 8. The last
0: episode of this season. The and by cherry, far, the, best. the cherry on the top of the cake.
1: Chapter 16 The Rescue. Holy shit. What a rescue it is. Fuck.
2: Yeah. Rescues Disney Star Wars. I,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say I didn't know or expect who it was going to be. And that's half true. Spoiler I didn't alert. expect it to be who it was, but. I'm, oh my God, am I mad at the internet. Yes. Fuck the every internet, single man. week. So I just have the Google app on my phone and I use it for everything just to check anything at all. And okay. I open it up, but whenever I open it, it shows me related articles.
2: You should start searching things the, like the Google Chrome app.
1: I, I I need to or get something that doesn't and give you, like, news articles. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do something because every single week something was spoiled for me.
0: Yep. And this week was the
1: biggest thing possible Ah, to spoil.
0: Spoiled for both of us.
1: The first thing I saw when I opened my Google app when I woke up at, like, 7.30 this morning was a green lightsaber on the Mm -hmm. bridge of this ship. And all I saw was the word Luke in the article title. And I about screamed. <laughs> I was so God angry. Fuck oh it. As soon, yeah. Literally.
0: So coincidentally, we got to meet Ray Park today. Um, standing in line. Who plays Darth Maul? Yes. yes. Plays Darth Maul and Phantom Menace.
1: As well as Clone Wars and, and Solo. Solo.
0: Um I was standing in line waiting for three hours to get his autograph. And I opened up my Facebook app. First thing, <laughs> first fucking thing that pops up. So unlucky. Man. Mark Hamill talks about his role <laughs> in the Mandalorian. Yep. God damn it.
1: Yeah, it was terrible. Can yeah. we just spoilers suck? Man. Internet, yeah,
0: the internet. Listen to me, please. Can we please just have forty-eight hours? There has to be a forty-eight hour moratorium.
1: 24. At least twenty-four but preferably 48-hour, 36-hour. Yeah, Let's meet in the middle. 36-hour moratorium. No posting, anything, anything remotely related to a spoiler. Oh, my Christ. Fuck. Like, I don't know if I even want reviews to come out the day of. Yeah. Yeah. You, you like, just
2: don't understand the feeling of what it
0: ruins for you. With. Exactly. So let's talk about this comparison. Aaron, Luke was not spoiled for no, you. No, I...
2: I purposely oh, yeah. stayed off of social media, and I was lucky enough not to have anything spoiled for me. So whenever the X-Wing comes in, I'm like, huh, is a New Republic fleet about to show up? That was my first thought. Mm-hmm. And then Cara Dune's like, one X-Wing, oh, we're saved. And I was like, wait a second, one <laughs> X-Wing? Who would be in one X-Wing? Yeah. And then I was just, my brain melted, and I was like, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, to be honest, the sequel trilogy really did Luke dirty in a lot of ways. For sure. Um, so he's redeemed in this yeah, episode. I, mean, I, he's, I can agree with this. He's statements. been a longtime favorite character of mine, which I know is a little cliche. Everybody likes Luke Skywalker. but um the original, I, dude. I, really, I loved him in the... They're not canon anymore, but the original Expanded Universe books, Luke becomes this just amazingly powerful Jedi. Right. He's just such a cool character. So it was awesome and it fulfilled like a need I had a Star Wars need to see Luke in action again and like actually kicking
1: some ass.
0: Yeah. And he did, in fact. Does
1: he kick (laughs) robot ass? Some Iron Man ass. (laughs) So many Iron Mans slaughtered. (laughs) Just just like his father before. (laughs) It was probably only like 20 minutes in and I was like, this is moving suspiciously quickly. Mm -hmm. But everything was just totally worth it. I expected the last three episodes to go so differently. I thought for sure we would not get on Tython until maybe last week's episode, towards the end. Mm -hmm. And it would continue into the final episode, just like Yeah, I thought that would be
2: longer, too, actually.
1: I thought the Moff Gideon thing was going to drag on for way longer. It was going to be like a systematic hunting down of him. Mm -hmm. And then he was just there. There was so much speculation about... Which Jedi was going to be
0: the one to train Gro- Grogu? A lot of people were saying, oh, it's going to be Mace. Which would be interesting. It would be It'd pretty be cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people said it's going to be Cal Kestis, which would also be cool. That would also be pretty cool. Um, if you don't know, Cal Kestis is from the Jedi Fallen Order video game. And it's a great then, character. It
1: would have been so cool to have another video game to film. Yeah, another video game tie in. Yeah. And I would have loved that. But I'm not going to complain about Luke Scott. Oh,
0: absolutely games. not. Yeah. And it then, makes
2: the most sense, especially because, you know, Luke had contact with
1: Yoda.
0: Considering yeah. all of the Rebels characters that were being tied into this universe, I was highly expecting it, it to, had be to be Ezra. Ezra.
1: Yeah, I thought for sure it had to be Ezra with yeah, that Yeah, it Thrawn seemed name like it might be. There were so many layers going on in this episode I know. that I just absolutely loved.
0: So, um, hang on. We have a friend. His name is Benjamin. I've been talking to Ben about this season in general. He loved season one. And he waited until last week to start watching season two so that he could binge it. And he watched all seven episodes and was like, eh, I'm not impressed. And that's fine. He can think that way. He's wrong, but he can think (laughs) that way. But I was just texting him right as we were doing this recording. And he said, after watching the last episode, this is the first time I've felt Star Wars emotions in so long. Fucking A. Yeah.
2: Can relate. Yeah,
1: that's a a fair statement. And
0: I think that uh, a lot of that has to do with Mando and Baby Yoda's departure. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was going to cry whenever they were Mm -hmm. leaving.
1: Yeah, it was really sad. The tears in in
2: Mando's eyes. Yeah. (laughs) They've been through so much together. Yeah. And he let him see his face, which
1: was cool.
0: Ah, so good. So good.
1: There are two other really... Cool things about this episode. The first one being the relationship between Mandalorians themselves. We have Mando, Boba Fett, uh, Bo-Katan, and Costca all together in this so cantina, cool. and there are like these kind of racist vibes. Like, I don't really know <laughs> how to explain it there's, towards Boba. Yeah. yeah, there's clearly this this disconnect between, and we kind of got it hinted at in episode three that Mandalorians were sp- split among themselves. Mm-hmm. That you know, Mando is seen as one of those fanatic religious. Yeah, and they cult call members. it saying he's in a cult, right? And we're like, oh, because shit. he won't <laughs> take off his helmet, and they, yeah. you know, they take it off immediately. So at first, we're like, oh, they're fake Mandalorians, and they're like, right. oh, you're just a fucking crazy Mandalorian. Yeah, Uh and so now we get this like, oh, Boba's just a clone. You're not a real Mandalorian. You don't you don't belong with us. It, yeah. There's all these just weird dynamics going on that ultimately get resolved, but. We get
0: to see Boba do some trash talking.
1: And then later, obviously, we know that Bo-Katan's whole kind of arc here is that she's trying to get the Darksaber yeah. so that she can restore Mandalore to what it once was.
2: And it's a bit awkward that yeah. she's going to have to fight <laughs> Jinjarin. Yeah.
1: This is interesting. So it, how's it's that It's interesting for play, a couple yeah. reasons. So obviously, Mando bests Moff Gideon to get it, but he doesn't kill him to get it. So he wins it, not by killing him. He just bests him. Right, yeah. so I'm wondering, you know, Mando tries to just hand over yield without mm. any kind of combat, but Moff Gideon convince convinces on pretty much that that can't be the way it's done. If she accepts it, then she's a, a fake. Yeah, which one? I wonder why she's so convinced of that.
2: I don't know. I mean, because she's didn't seem to be too hung up on like
1: Mandalorian traditions and exactly, and exactly. Stuff. So like, isn't isn't she now being the fanatic? Maybe about this, like holding on too strong or to some kind of tradition. Maybe it
2: really is true that they wouldn't respect her claim to the throne if she hadn't didn't have the story or whatever. Because he says it's not the saber that has the power; it's, it's the story. story, right? But that's why it becomes very awkward now that Mando has it. Because that means if she's gonna win it from him, the combat needs to be legitimate. Like right. it can't mm-hmm. just be a sparring match, because then like that's just fake.
0: Well, let's take a look at it. Um, Din bested uh, Gideon, and he let him live after. So right, but they were
1: that's what I'm thinking. Actually fighting. It, yeah, it was mm-hmm. like life you know? or death stakes. Mando just didn't take it that far. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
0: it,
2: for Bo Katan and Mando to fight. How are they going to have a life or death fight? You
1: know, right?
0: I wanted to see, or can
1: they somehow share in the power of restoring Mandalore? That'd be cool. That would, that would provide another story arc for Mando because
2: now we're right. kind of like, where does he go from here? Yeah. Right?
0: I wanted because at the end of the Moff Gideon and Mando fight, he has a spear like right at his neck, and I wanted to see him just go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to see, just pierce him <laughs> yeah. right in the jugular, yeah.
1: like he did it, to that droid. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it also raises the question: Where did Gideon get it in the first place? Yeah, we—he just kind of has it. And we don't know. Still hasn't been much addressed. about it. Yep. Yeah, we don't know how he did it. Which I think is kind of the beauty of season two: is that it makes I feel so fulfilled in the season. Like everything has been. Like I can leave the season really, really happy. Yeah, yeah, but there are just enough questions that make me really happy to come back for season three as well. Absolutely. Yeah, there's still a lot of loose ends there's to a tie ton, But they're like, I'm, subtle's not the right word. They're buried in like the contentment that they provided. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it.
0: I have one complaint with this episode. My only complaint, the CGI for Luke's face. Oh, yeah. that, okay. Looked kind of derpy.
1: Yeah, I'm just not a fan <laughs> of de-aging technology.
0: I would say in Rogue One, it was done pretty well. Uh, Tarkin looked pretty good, in my opinion.
1: So, I sent a pretty interesting article to The boys here uh, a couple days ago, and I say interesting in a really generous term, because I did not like this article at all. The article title was something like, Five Reasons Why I Don't Like The Mandalorian. So, we already knew we were going to like it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, totally. And, uh, there were a couple, most of the arguments were... Things I just really didn't like at all. One we already kind of talked about was, or before we started recording, was that they said, I never really liked the Force or Jedi, (laughs) (laughs) which is like what Star Wars was built on. Uh, Yeah, so they were like, so I love season one because it didn't have any of that. It was a side story, which like, you know, I can kind of get that. Season one was doing something different. But I think most Star Wars fans, at least the ones that I talked to and I know, wanted it they, they were waiting yeah. for it to come into mando somehow and i everyone i had talked to about it was stoked when baby yoda used his force yes. powers yeah yeah exactly it's like fucking awesome And it was a reason, there was a reason that uh the ahsoka episode was like the highest rated episode of the series so far when it came out mm-hmm. it was because we finally got this like huge crossover into every like Like, the whole universe that Star Wars has been built on so far was colliding with The Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. and it was just creating this huge, beautiful, connected story arc. But this author was just being like, oh, I don't like that. It doesn't (laughs) make sense. Shut (laughs) up. Get out of here. You idiot. His favorite movie is Rogue One. Yeah, so they started out saying, like, I know real Star Wars fans are going to like this because I'm the kind of Star Wars fan that thinks Rogue One's the best movie. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. I don't respect (laughs) you right now, but whatever. But the only one that I think is worth talking about is their point that The Mandalorian has lost focus of its title character. That the show is really about Baby Yoda or Grogu uh, and no longer about The Mandalorian.
0: What y'all think? That's open for discussion.
1: Yeah, so my thought is that it takes it a little
2: too far to say that it's not about The Mandalorian at all. Yeah. Because I agree that it focuses a lot on Baby Yoda. But it does that... um, And it uses the quest that Mando goes on with Baby Yoda to develop Mando's character. And I would say that it focuses equally on both of them.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even say that it focuses on Baby Yoda really really at all in this show. I think it focuses Mm -hmm. on them. I think it focuses on Mando and Baby Yoda. Yeah, they're both involved. Like, just trying to figure out where he came from and where his home is, is Mando's... Quest it, like it yeah. is his storyline,
2: and there's like a chemistry between the characters and a bond right. that grows throughout the season. It's like
1: Seinfeld. You know, <laughs> no nobody was complaining that Seinfeld had side characters. Yeah, like we don't need Kramer. We just want it's Jerry. This show's called Seinfeld. Like, <laughs> what well, yeah. you expect a whole show just to have one character the whole time? You like, f- what yeah. are you
0: talking about? You fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get out of here with that piece of shit article. Like I just didn't understand. So but it, like we've already mentioned it does it is really interesting that now uh we we're going to have a season where it's just Mando. Yeah, or and Grogu's gone.
2: Not much Baby Yoda if we see yeah. him at all.
1: I would like to see him come back with training. You know, I'd like I would love to see Luke and Grogu. Training. Training. Like, that would be so cool. Hopefully fighting fighting they go to Dagobah. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> yes. with, hopefully yes. with some better CG. And, yeah, and totally.
2: Luke rides on Grogu's shoulders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love That'd it. That'd be so funny. So, yeah, I, I mean, uh, all that to say, I disagree. I don't think it's lost focus. I think the show was equally. I The show is about Mando. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's just unequivocal yeah. to, to me. But
2: well, you can't argue with that now, especially. Because the show's gonna go on without Baby Yoda. Like,
1: yeah, yep. that's true. At least that is true. We'll
0: find out. What was your favorite episode from this season? The last one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is pretty dank.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you can talk about it. There's I don't
0: know. There's there's a couple other that still are like yeah. really up here. I mean the me. Ahsoka one
1: is a close second. Yeah. Me. I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disregard the last episode just because I think we're still on the high of yeah. it. Yeah, that's fair. I'll really know when I re the season. Um, so apart from this one, I would say the Ahsoka episode was my favorite. But a close second to episode three, the Bo-Katan episode, because that whole heist thing is so good.
2: I would say that after the Ahsoka episode, I would put the Boba episode, the tragedy, Yeah, and then
1: episode three.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say my favorite is either the tragedy or the first episode. The first, really? wow, with the crate I, dragon. Yeah,
1: I really liked it. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, it felt it felt the most formulaic. It's well done, though. It's super well done for and... sure. I mean, it's trying to feel like a western again. You know, yeah. like that's what it's doing, and it oh, follows western
0: that. with a giant fucking sand yeah. dragon. <laughs> yeah, and, and we Tuscan find raiders. out that Tuscan Two Raiders, raiders <laughs> are actually raiders. <laughs> They're raiders. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I know this episode has been dragging on for a little bit, but let's talk about the post-credit scene with yeah. Boba Fett and the introduction of his own TV show,
1: The Book of Boba Fett, <sighs> coming December.
2: This is
0: what I fucking wanted.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is like how you're how you're going to feel is how I felt seeing Luke Skywalker <laughs> <laughs> doing what I needed to see him do. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um and we get to see Fat Bib Fortuna he is
2: so chunky now. Like, obviously, he could never compare to Jabba. But yeah. He's definitely been
0: eating well. One thing I found interesting is that Bobo walked right over the Rancor trap and did not even think about it. Dude, I was expecting them <laughs> about to that. say something.
2: Like, I was, because yeah. Fennec was standing on it, I was expecting Boba to be like, I wouldn't stand there for yeah. you. Yeah, right. They didn't.
0: Do oh, that. that would have been great. Maybe that the Rancor is dead. It is well, dead. It is dead. But <laughs> they could have gotten
2: well, something else or another
1: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's know. what I meant. Like... Maybe it's empty down there. Yeah. Maybe the rancor is dead. <laughs> That's original thought, right?
0: <laughs> no, the Rancor came back to life because
1: literally no one dies Nobody in this dies, <laughs> dude. In Ray this went there and force-healed it <laughs> <laughs> 30 years later. Darth Maul gave it robotic legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that'd be terrifying. <laughs>
0: uh, all yeah, this to I'm, say, super excited about what's to come with that. All right, it's time to play our favorite game... Quick Trivia! Quick Quick Triv! All right, Aaron. What, besides circuits, does 3 po offer to donate to help repair R2-D2's damage in the Death Star Trench? Oh, shit. I think I might finally have a question that stumps Aaron. What, besides circuits, does C-3PO offer to donate to help repair R2-D2's damage in the Death Star Trench?
2: I'm just uh guessing on this one. Um so besides circuits, maybe it's um uh, his like panels, like his his plating.
0: Yeah, fucking shit on dude. <laughs> it is gears. Oh his gears? Wow. Okay. Do not know what that is referencing at all or when it was referenced.
2: So Regan, who owns the ancient castle located on a lake frequented by rough and odd aliens who gamble in?
1: I think this is talking about Taco Donna. Is it Moz? It is? Yeah. Woo! It's Maz Kanata. Finally winning this game. Reagan
0: actually knows Force Awakens
1: stuff. All right, Taylor. <laughs> Who admits to being much too frightened to tease a senator?
0: Anakin. Yeah. Oh, I'm much too frightened to tease, to tease a, a, a senator. senator.
1: <laughs> You're making fun of me.
0: No, no, I'd be much too frightened to tease a senator. <laughs> Um, Aaron, who travels to the Ewok village in a wooden chair? C3PO. Yes.
2: Who is listed in the credits of The Phantom Menace as playing himself?
0: What? Oh, shit.
2: Who is listed in the credits of The Phantom Menace as playing himself?
0: I'm the, probably totally wrong. Yoda? <coughs>
2: no, it's Jabba. Jabba, Jabba. the Hutt. Interesting. Because I guess he's just like
1: purely CG or whatever. Or a puppet or something. Yeah, and there's no dialogue.
0: Yeah. What color is Queen Amidala's gown during the celebration marking the liberation of Naboo? Is it white? Yeah. Woo!
1: Nice job, buddy. Nice. Two for two, I'm feeling good. Okay, Aaron. What does Shmi Skywalker claim Anakin knows nothing of? Why didn't we just watch this?
0: If it Aaron was. gets it wrong, let me guess. I would
1: not have gotten it. The rest of the galaxy. <laughs> Taylor, you got an answer? I'm gonna s- say pod racing. No, it's greed. What? Greed. Greed. Wow. What? I don't remember the dialogue. Neither there, do I. But the fuck. That's okay. the answer. Greed. He knows nothing of it. All right,
2: Reagan. Where do battle droids store their blaster rifles while crouched inside a troop transport?
1: Oh, wow. Um, in their lap. <laughs> yeah, where their penis I know. would be. If I know the yeah. answer. What is it? I don't they know. They
0: store it in their packs. On their backs, right? Yeah, behind their backs. Is yeah. Um, I only know that because I had an action figure, and the, would hold there. Uh, the gun would like stick in on his
1: back. Who asks, will somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way?
0: Well, yeah. All right, that's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We have uh, we have a lot more in store coming up soon.
1: Got some exciting stuff. Yep. Season two of Mando, season, so good.
0: Season two is great. Um, we've got another thing with Nick Stanner on the horizon, hopefully. And um, we're doing the prequels pretty soon. Hell yeah. I know everyone's excited excited about. Should be. All right. You guys take it easy. Please follow us. Please follow us at uh, I Hate Sand Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at that name. Tell your friends. Please tell your friends and please donate if you wouldn't mind. All right. Love you all. all. Have a good one.